Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Toronto Real Estate Show with Janelle and Leslie. I'm Janelle Cameron. Hi there, I'm Leslie Pearson. And today we are going to talk all about why now is a good time to sell. Welcome to the Toronto Real Estate Show with the Janelle Cameron team, the podcast that helps make your real estate dreams a reality. The Janelle Cameron team is your expert source for all things real estate in the greater Toronto area. Whether you're considering a renovation to improve your return on investment, looking at homes for the very first time, or even considering becoming an agent yourself, we've got you covered. Hey everybody, I hope you are having a great day. Thank you so much for tuning in. Um, We're going to talk a little bit today about why we think now is a good time to sell, but we're going to actually give you four pros and four cons for selling right now. Mm -hmm. Uh, We did this one a couple of weeks ago about buying right now. And we had um, a really good discussion with a lot of people after that. People were quite interested in the topic. So we thought we would um, talk the same thing today about selling. Yeah. Now we're both, I think, big proponents of buying right now. Yeah. So um, that was an easy conversation to have, and we probably ended up having more pros than cons. But uh, clearly, if you're out there thinking of buying, uh, we think you should not be put off by anything going on right now and and make that decision. So, um, you know, what's the situation like for homeowners? Is now a good time to sell? And if so, why? If it isn't, why isn't it? Let's talk about that. Yeah, let's talk about that. Um, Okay, yeah, before we get into that, I'll just kind of give a a rundown of the week. Um, Stats should be out... I probably tomorrow. I was hoping they'd be out today. Yeah, I don't um, think they're out yet. No, uh, but I'm dying to see the numbers mm-hmm. um, because in uh, as we've talked about each week, it's it's really seems dependent on the neighborhood. Like certain neighborhoods are hot, hot, and then other ones are it's slow. It's become. I mean, th- I think it always has been a local industry. I mean, they think globally but act locally. But I think now more than ever, we're seeing some real differences in activity and results across the GTA. Um, and, you know, you identified last week that some some neighborhoods in uh, east end of the city and into Scarborough are just on fire. Mm-hmm. But that other parts of the city are a little bit, I would say, stagnant. Yeah, it's, it's fascinating. I find it all very fascinating. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, you know, what I'm seeing really more than anything, especially this last week, is there's no inventory there's coming nothing, out. There's nothing for sale. I just and can't I believe it. And I will say what's coming out for sale, like, it's, it's not, crap, nothing to get you crap. excited yeah. about. Yeah, it, It's hard. It's really hard. I don't know how, um, yeah, I don't know how this is going to play out from a number standpoint, but... We had like everyone, every week at the beginning, we seem to have like a little blip and I think, oh, maybe there's some hope. But then like yesterday, by the end of the day, like in central condos in central, which I monitor, like, I think there were only 25 listings or something that came out. And that is so and Tuesday, low. Tuesday is a Big really listing a day. high yeah, listing yeah. day. You would expect it to be one of the busiest days of the week. Yeah. So if Tuesday was quiet. Yeah. Yeah. It's really interesting. So I think, you know, we just have to kind of see, um, what the numbers say and just kind of go from there. And, you know, we're, we're approaching, um, and we're going to get into this a little bit. We're approaching a smaller, a a smaller, a quieter time anyway. 
Yeah. Uh, because technically, you know, as we approach the end of the year, things slow down. Yeah, for sure. That's a natural seasonal thing. But uh-huh. so in addition to the um, differences by geography, I think that there have been some differences, um, I mean, differences in terms of activity and sales experience. Yeah. There's some differences, I think, between type of dwelling across mm-hmm. the city, yeah. between condos and houses. Yeah. And I think that the condo numbers have been quite strong. Yeah. Um, but lately, I don't know if you see this, I I just feel a little bit that even condo sales are, are sitting a little bit. I think the higher end. Yeah, I higher think the yeah, maybe that's mid and low end is, is seems pretty strong. You so know the mid and low end of any type of housing yeah, is always gonna be the strongest it is. in a tough time. The the higher end condos always tend to sit a little more, but I think that I think that personally, if you're thinking of buying something, like you really have to be careful about your market or what you're looking for or where. But in my opinion, a other than COVID, which is the only time I've ever seen this uh, change, but I think a downtown condo is a great investment for you because, you know, it doesn't ebb and flow as much as normal. Now, obviously with the whole COVID situation, that was an anomaly, but I think people have started moving back town, back downtown. I think people will continue to move back downtown. So I think having, having a, you know, a condo in the city, if that's your thing, uh, I think makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas I think some of these other markets are really more dependent on what's happening with the world and the economy and yeah. sort of the economic yeah. environment. And I think that the um, what we've seen is that the types of housing and the areas where there was the biggest um, unnatural blip because of COVID are experiencing the biggest downward blip. Post-COVID. That's right. Um, But I also, did I uh, hear on the car radio yesterday that um, we have just approved a change to accept 500,000 new people to Canada. Yeah. um, Within the, I don't remember the time period exactly, but it's pretty pressing, I think, in the next couple of years. So if you think about that, I mean, where are those people likely going to be looking to I live. I know. And, and everybody needs a place to live. They so really do. This is this. Is I think that news was, you know, really important for investors uh, and buyers in general to hear. Right, exactly. I mean, that's one advantage of buying anywhere in the GTV, GTA, maybe over other areas of the country, is, you know, we pretty much have a guaranteed population growth. Exactly. And I think um, that, you know, you can't argue with that. So no matter what you think about the economy, we still have a a shortage of homes for all these people that they're planning on bringing here. Right. Like there's just. Right. So, you know, enough. So, you know, take that news into account and think about what you do with your discretionary money. Exactly. Um, I would be thinking about an investment property for sure. Yeah. And I think that that speaks to downtown, but it also speaks to maybe the periphery as well in the next couple of years. Yeah. You know, I don't think there's a a bad move. No, I agree. Mm -hmm. Um, Okay, but so for today, we're going to tell you a little bit about why we think or what are the pros and cons of both selling, no, Pros and cons of selling in this market. Yeah, let's focus on that because we did the buying. We did the buying. Well, it might drum up some conversation about buying, but yeah, yeah. focus on selling. Yeah, okay. So uh, what do you want to do first, the pros or the cons? 
I think that if we do the pros, we may not have time for any cons. So let's do the let's pros. Do pros. Let's okay. do the pros. Because, <laughs> you know, I, we're going to preface this by saying you know, we're in the business. Yeah, so exactly. We have, a, we have a viewpoint. We but, have a viewpoint. But we look to the stats and information yeah. for guidance. And these are the reasons um, to support why we're so bully on on in, buying or selling right That's now. That's right. Yeah. Now, there is the odd person. I mean, I did meet with people last week and, and suggested that they wait. Because they're not everybody should sell now, right? Um, and I think they were, and just for example, so we're sitting here on November the second. They are not ready. They're not ready yet. It's going to take them maybe two weeks, and they would maybe be able to get the place in the market till mid November. All right, and so that's one of our. That's going to be one of our. That's going to be one of our cons. So mm-hmm. not every. We don't feel this way about everybody, but for a lot of people. So let's say like today, what are the pros? Okay, so the number one thing we've talked about already today and every week is we have no inventory. There is nothing for sale. Yeah. So if you have a good property, that is the number one of all these pros and cons we're going to give today. This is the one you should be thinking about the most. Yeah. There's no inventory. It's always an issue of supply and demand, and there is no supply. Yeah. When there's no supply, it's the unique or the well-maintained or the, you know, aesthetically pleasing properties that um, attract the most interest Mm -hmm. and have the shorter days on market and higher sale prices. Mm -hmm. So if you are one of those houses, you think you have a home that kind of stands out, you know, this, the fact that there is such low inventory is especially um, attractive to you in terms of selling right now. That's right. But even beyond that, if your house isn't, spectacular there's no inventory there's no inventory. there are way more buyers than there are sellers right that's right now. so would that not be the time to sell I like mean, do you want to wait until there are more houses up for sale well this is the funniest thing about people is that they want to do what everyone else is doing yeah so if everyone else is selling they want to sell if people aren't selling they don't want to sell and you think well that doesn't make any sense you have that conversation all the time usually in regards to how early in the new year to list for sale because the number of times you come across people who say well i want to wait till the weather's better i've got to wait till my tulips pop through that's the big one i hear yeah tulips popping through the ground and i'm like like, seriously yeah like if (laughs) if, like people don't really i mean curb appeal is important but is it tulips bulbs exactly flourishing and and if you're saying that isn't everybody else saying that? Yeah. So isn't that when you should come out That's in the right. middle of February? But the only that- time you should really worry about that is if you have uh, like the weather specific. Because if you have a pool, I think you should wait till the pool's open. Right. And if you have uh, an atrocity in your backyard view, <laughs> like I do, where uh, I have this ugly apartment building. So when the trees are out, you Full can't bloom. really see yeah. it. Right. Um, but when the trees are empty... Yeah, that would be a bad time right. for somebody to buy my house. Right. So, um, yeah, no inventory. No inventory, good time to sell. Yeah. You, you want to sell when no one else is. And and uh, we're still early in November. So if your house is ready, now's the time to yeah, do it. Yeah, throw it up today. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, and, and then I think, like, I hate to say this, but, like, what harm could it do? Like, well, why I wouldn't know. you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, we're going to talk about that. Yeah. Um, okay. So number two we had on this list uh, of reasons why you should sell now is that the prices in some markets are very strong. So don't let the media fool you. Mm-hmm. There are pockets out there that are so hot and things selling for well over the asking price in competition. 
you know, there's a bunch of markets. So if that's you and you will, you probably know if that's you, um, then now's a good time. If you are a homeowner in somewhere like, I don't know, Oakville is probably a good example of a place that's slower right now and, and not moving at the same rate as it used to be. Um, maybe I'd wait a couple months, but for a lot of markets, I would absolutely be getting it up now because, you know, there are some really, really good numbers I'm seeing. Yeah. And as we mentioned earlier, you're, you've particularly seen this in the east end of the city. Yes, yes. Scarborough, mm-hmm. you know, and even Durham region, I'm seeing like um, uh, Pickering and Ajax pick up a little bit. And so, you know, multiple offers are coming back and they are selling in multiples. You know, again, if you've got a good product and there's no inventory in the neighborhood and you've got it priced well, you're going to do well. Right. So I wonder if those areas that are remaining particularly strong are um, the more moderately priced. Yeah, I think so. So those are really the the, the, the hot so, tickets. Yeah. yeah. So if you have something that's, what would you say, under a million? I would say under a million, Then yeah. you're, you're sitting so pretty. I think so, mm-hmm. yeah. And those happen to be in our, you know, going around the city experiences. It happens to be a lot in Scarborough. Yes. And in Durham. Exactly. But there are probably other pockets too. I think so, so. yeah. And the, I know, you know, some of the higher end places, things are yeah. really slow, not moving yeah. at all. But even in, uh, even in the beach, I noticed like things have really picked up in the last couple of weeks, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, this is another one. Number three, why you should sell now is that you can buy potentially cheaper or trade up for less. Right, so explain what you mean. How, so, how is that possible? So if you are selling in a good market, or even if you're not, even it's an average market, and you're trading up, you're able to probably, especially if you're in a going to a market that is a little bit slower, you can probably get that place for less than you would have a year ago. Right. And so the gap between the two of selling and buying is less than maybe it would have been before. Yeah. And And I think that's really important. And when you, when you really analyze the numbers of what that looks like from an, even from an interest rate perspective, if you're saving $150,000, say, then you would have a year ago. So the difference between selling and buying, even with the interest rate higher, you're still probably saving money. And so I think it's a worthwhile exercise to really analyze your personal finances and your mortgage amount to see, does this make sense for me to trade up now? Right. And and I guess this is especially true because of what we just said, yeah. which is that the um, higher end of the market is... Um, not as strong. That's right. So that's why you have the opportunity now okay. maybe to buy up um, and um, bridge a little bit of a gap that you might not have been able to do a couple of years ago. I've that's had a right. couple of conversations related to this to like young families who are starting to bust out of their condos. Mm-hmm. And I don't think there's ever been conditions so strong for selling a condo and buying a, a, yeah. your first house. That's right. Um, yeah. so for, for the same reason. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think, um, it's definitely worthy of consideration for sure. If you're, if you're a trade up or a move up buyer. Mm-hmm. What about the, uh, the opposite? I mean, I'm, we're, if you're moving down, yeah, is this a good time to, to downsize? 
I guess that would probably, in my opinion, depend more on your personal situation. So for example, if you are needing to sell as opposed to just wanting to downsize. Right. So in terms of market conditions, probably it's definitely a better time for buying up. Yeah. It could be tricky to trade down only, only let's say you are trying to sell your higher end property, which again, we've mentioned is a little slow. You're wanting to move into a lower end property, which is hotter market. You might have the opposite. Now, have you noticed, uh, and this might be turning morbid very quickly, I think I've noticed an estate it, sales. Yeah, I knew you were going to say that. Have you? Yes. Is what just, the hell? Yeah, I, I can't believe it. It's like every second house is an estate sale. Yeah, I've noticed that too. What is going on? So I don't know, and I do. I have definitely noticed an uptick in that. I wonder if. I mean, is there a rash of deaths? Deaths. I or, think there must be. Or were was there, but people didn't sell their estate homes during COVID. Like did I know because then it wouldn't be an estate sale it would have gone through probate by now. That's and true. they really are state, especially in Scarborough. It's like everything I've yeah. seen in the I've last few that months. Has yeah, been no, not just Scarborough. I'm noticing it with a lot of, I mean, it's just all I can speak to is what I do every day. And I'm noticing it in very high end condos. Strange. Yes. I've seen that too in yeah. the condo. I, I, it is fascinating. I, yeah. I said the same thing as I can't believe you've noticed that because I meant to mention that. Yeah. To you. So I don't know if you're thinking of buying up, you know, you don't necessarily have to go to the unique, totally done house in your neighborhood. There seem to be a lot of estate sales. And maybe that's something to consider if you're up for a, maybe a little bit of work. A little bit of work. I mm-hmm. think that's I think that's that a really good, opportunity a really good wouldn't point. have been something I'd have identified before. No. But it seems like there's... It, there's a lot. Yeah. I don't no think question. there's a rash of deaths, but... I don't, maybe I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I don't... 2022 has been a horrible year mm-hmm. for deaths in my, in my world, in my circles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I just can't believe how many people, so I don't know what is, I don't know what is going on, but, mm-hmm. but it's, uh, I hate this year actually. <laughs> this yeah, year has no. been terrible. I'm, I'm going to be happy when it ends. It hasn't been a good year for me either. No, we're almost there. Mm-hmm. Um, it must be just like a bad omen with the real estate market and everything. But, um, anyway, the next pro I want to talk about, and this is, this is kind of random, but very important is the weather is really good right now. And so statistically the market slows down when the weather turns and it gets cold. People stop buying, people stop selling. Well, this is just spectacular weather we're having. This is prime house selling weather. Mm -hmm. You still have leaves on the trees. The weather is good. People are still interested in getting out to see property. You know, it makes a difference. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, um, back in the day of, you know, crazy bidding wars and things like that. Like if a house came out on a day that was terrible weather or took offers on a day that was terrible weather, nobody would come right. <laughs> or make the offer. Right. So it really does actually make a difference. Yeah. You, we used to have that, those conversations like, what if there's a, you know, what's my house worth? It depends on if there's <laughs> yeah, a snowstorm. Yeah, that's right. If there's a snowstorm, <laughs> not much. <laughs> yeah. Now in terms of offers, we're less susceptible to that now because it's very rarely done in person anymore. But you know, there's something to be said about people wanting to go out on a beautiful, you mean the summer's slow because it's almost too nice. That's right. That you have a hard time getting people away from, you know, the pool. That's right. But now is it's the perfect combination of cool weather and, you know, no driving hazards. And um, also from a selling perspective, you know, you've got, as you mentioned, full blooms on the trees largely still. So, you know, 
houses look lovely yeah. and um, imperfections are not as glaring. Yeah. Uh, views are always better looking out a window at um, foliage mm-hmm. as opposed to like bare branches. Mm-hmm. Um, and, so. we're, and we're still interested in spending money right now. Yeah. Whereas we won't be a month from now. Not on that. Yeah, no, a month from now you'll be doing your, you know, holiday shopping Mm -hmm. and less thinking. You'll you'll, In a month from now you'll have put off probably. Yeah. As a buyer, you'll say, I'll just wait till the new year. Exactly. So you want to, you know, the the timing is right from a weather perspective and seasonal perspective. Yeah, seasonal perspective. Mm -hmm. Okay, so let's talk about why you would not want to sell right now. So what are some cons to doing it? Uh, first one we came up with is that, um, you know, prices have come down, especially depending on where you live. So they haven't come down everywhere, but there are a lot of markets where they have come down. So maybe, you know, you you feel like you're leaving money on the table or you're concerned about prices, uh, you know, how much, how much money you've lost, so to speak. I'm saying that with air quotes. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe you're thinking, oh, well, it was worth a million dollars in 2020. Now it's only worth 850. So I don't want to do it. Right. And we, you know, we have that conversation a bit because, you know, my perspective is you never had that million dollars. Exactly. Was your house for sale in 2019? It wasn't. So you didn't have that money. So to, you know, the perspective, you know, sellers, um, you know, to have that memory, that recall that the neighbor down the street got a million dollars 18 months ago, it's a hard thing to put out of your mind. Yeah. But you must because you're not there now. You're here. Yeah. And you probably paid 450 for your house. Yeah. So thankfully you're here. Yeah. Um, and your neighbor did very well. Congrats to them in 2019. But, you know, here we are in 2022 and, you know, you're going to do very well considering you've had a place to live for however many years. And, um, you know, what is the alternative? I always think mm-hmm. like, do you think that price, when do you think prices are going to go mm-hmm. back up and what's the cost benefit of waiting until mm-hmm. that? And, and what, how low do you think they're going to go and, you know, timing the market, it's not possible. No, no. Um, oh, but they think it is. They yeah. So it is. it's hard because you have in this kind of market, you know, polar extremes, I think between, um, you know, I would say sometimes unrealistic seller expectations because of, you know, the days of past. Yeah, and then a, there's buyers tough. out there thinking, oh my gosh, everything's dropping. The news is all doom and gloom. I can get this for a steal. Exactly. And that's not right either. No. Neither of those two perspectives is right. That's right. But they're both existing and it's hard to... Well, it's our hard job for everybody is, to navigate. Our job is to bridge that gap. And Well, it's like we've said in the past, uh, buyers are looking to the future. Sellers are looking right. at the past and real estate agents are looking at present. Right. And that's kind of always our challenge is to right. balance the two. So if if you're talking to a seller who says they don't want to sell now because prices have come down so much, what do you say to them? Yeah. I mean, I mean, you know, I don't know. I guess like it all comes down to I think perspective and reasons why. Like what is the reason you want to sell? Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's always what it comes down to. Mhm. Uh, and you just touched on this, but our second con to buying now is buyers have really unrealistic expectations. I mean, I, I have a property. This is just a great example. I've got this little condo uh, listed right now for four eighty five. Okay, it's just it's not an, it's 
it is what it is. It's four eighty five, mm-hmm. and one sold exact same unit, basically renovated in the same way. Sold last week for four eighty, mm-hmm. right? So, uh, and and sure enough, I have a a guy who calls yesterday. He's shown it, an agent, and he calls and he says, "My buyer's interested, and he'd like to offer four fifty. Mm-hmm. And I said, uh, "No, like thanks, but no thanks." But that's kind of, and I said, "You know, you saw the one that you know unit whatever that just sold the other day for four eighty. Yeah, we saw it." Yeah. So, but this market, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, right. that was, buddy, that was this week. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I think that there, there is just this unbelievable, unrealistic expectations for buyers and their, some of their agents too. Mm-hmm. But some of these buyers I'm talking to, I'm like, you've got to be freaking kidding me. Like, mm-hmm. you actually really think that that's going to happen? Yeah. I mean, there's the odd case where there's some sense of urgency and you're surprised when you see the sale prices that a seller has gone for what's been offered but that's generally not the case right yeah it's generally not the case yeah um and i think but you know if you are selling now this is just a, just as an aside like you just have to know it's a different market it's going to take and this may be a con right that we could add what um is it's going to take some time like it may not be you know the the seven day window we're used to it may take you two months mm-hmm. And that's okay, but you have to be ready. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying like at that two month period, you're going to get less money either. Like a lot of people I'm seeing, and I and I credit this to realtors right now, because there's a lot of people out there who are like, no, this is the price I'm getting. And they're fair prices, but they're just letting it sit there until it sells. And sometimes it's two or three months and they're not dropping the price and they're not desperate. So I think, you know, that's really smart. If you're a seller and you want to sell and you've got some time, and we're giving you a realistic expectation of what the price should be. You just got to hang in, like have some patience, mm-hmm. sit back and relax. Like these are different times. It'll go, mm-hmm. you know, you just, you don't have to panic sell yeah. or panic start just slashing prices. Right. Yeah. There are other times though. I'm, you know, I'm thinking where I, um, I have a buyer with unrealistic expectations and sometimes based on, some activity. I'm thinking, you know, you have um, you have a right to have that unrealistic expectation. Let's just sit back and see what happens. I'm talking vaguely, but for example, I go back to this very high end. Um, I have a buyer looking at a very high end condo, and um, it's been on the market a long time. It has already come down in asking price a million dollars. <laughs> A million. Jesus. My client thinks. So it was way out of line to begin with. My client yeah. thinks it's come down a million already. They're going to have to, cut, they'll, I'll wait till they come down another million. And she thinks they will. Right. So in that case, it might make sense to submit an offer a million under what they're asking. Yeah, that's, yeah. I think. It's that, very rare, very yeah. odd. But, but I would do that too. Like why yeah. wait? Because someone right. could come in. Right. Well, I had one. Sorry, we digress. Because sometimes you do see significant sales significantly under yeah. the asking price. There's always a reason for it. But if uh, I sometimes look at the changes in asking price in the history, and if they, I think that a previous drop, especially a significant one, is indicative of, you know, the opportunity yeah, to take advantage. Sometimes. Mm-hmm. But I think at the same time, like, you've got to look at the stats, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. You have to look at the stats. Yeah. But I have a good example of that. There was a condo that I ha- I showed to a client and they were listed at 1.95, I think. And um, she loved it. We both felt it was overpriced. The agent called me and said, 
after about a month or so, he said, you know, what do you think it's worth? And I said, I, it gets, I would say probably like one seven. I said, I don't think my client would pay more than that. And he said, cause we're going to do a price reduction. He said, I agree with you. Um, I'm going to see, you know, kind of how it goes over the next week and then we'll drop the price. Well, didn't it sell for one eight five? Oh, so my client missed out because she was waiting for this price drop that we thought should be, she might've been able to get it. Yeah. But she thought, you know, cause, and he agreed with my price. So then someone came in and paid more. Mm-hmm. I am getting, um, back to this high end condo, um, situation i'm finding and maybe it's not even just restricted to that kind of demographic but are you finding this i'm getting frequently calls from listing agents reminding me about their property that's for sale and you know you know we're thinking of doing this and blah blah. yeah i don't remember getting so many calls from listing agents no i've also never had so many calls from mortgage brokers trying to get my business in the oh. past but yeah I think it's I think it's uh mm-hmm. there is a there's definitely a level of desperation out there on mm-hmm. which is why we're here to tell you don't be desperate mm-hmm. um okay number three the third reason why now might not be a good time to sell is because there are mm-hmm. fewer buyers in the market fewer buyers than when then I would say uh a year ago or mostly uh, what would be the amount of activity on a on a property that's for sale in terms of showings um, compared to like a normal November second. Yeah, so I know that th- this is a con to selling, but I ha- I even have a problem with that whole um, concept because you know we're living today. So so there were fewer buyers than maybe last November. So what? Yeah. It just means it's going it to take is what longer. It is. It's yeah. just going to take a mm-hmm. bit longer. Mm-hmm. That's all. Uh, but yeah, it is. It it is a little so disheartening. Does it justify you waiting till there are more buyers? I mean, because when you're, there are more buyers, there are going to be right. also more sellers. Right. Yeah. So um, I know that that's a, a, a fear or a feeling, and I think that is reality that there are fewer buyers. Um, but you know, looking back to history, is only relevant as a learning experience it's not relevant as a decision making mm-hmm. factor in what mm-hmm. you do today i think mm-hmm. i don't know yeah but um fewer buyers you would think would translate into longer days on market and lower selling prices but i think it doesn't have to mm-hmm. it doesn't mm-hmm. i think it, if all the other things are good with the property you know it's priced well it shows well it's in a good neighborhood or it's a you know good value or whatever the case may be it doesn't yeah so for all the other reasons we already discussed yeah that are the good reasons to sell if you're doing all those things um the fact that there are fewer buyers shouldn't have Mm -hmm. a huge impact yeah and um and then i always come back to what you're going to wait for more buyers yeah what and all the implications of that, as you just described. Yeah. I, that logic to me doesn't hold. Me too. But we do hear it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then finally, uh, and we're kind of talking at both sides of our mouths right now, but one of the reasons why you might not want to sell right now is because of timing. So when we said a good reason to sell right now is timing because of the weather and the season and things, it also could be a bad time if you have a property that's going to be 
sitting on the market for a little while. So yeah. as and, I mentioned, or, and, it, the, and the property that might take a that little, take bit a little while get and get ready. Like so, I mentioned my clients who were going to take a couple of weeks. Well, you know, we don't want to be entering into either bad weather or getting too close to Christmas. Mm-hmm. So whether or not you celebrate Christmas, Christmas is a reality and people stop really shopping for homes in December. December, in my opinion, is the worst time for most people to sell. It's very slow. Yeah. The weather sucks usually. Yeah. People are just preoccupied with other stuff. Yeah. And they're just, they're waiting for January. Even though the weather is not great in January, for some reason, January, it's like new life, new year. Yeah. Everything's, yeah. you know, comes it's, to it's life. It's that uh, resolution impact, yes. I think. But December's not yeah. ideal. So if you have a property that you can sell right now and, and get it off, you know, if get you can it get on the December, market now, you're okay. And you're in an area where it's going to, days of market is not going to like run into the holidays. You're good. Yeah. But if you're thinking of it today on November 2nd, oh, but that front porch is kind of crumbly mm-hmm. and there's, you know, cracks in that drywall and I want to paint the kitchen and I need new cupboard uh, fronts. And so it's going to be two weeks before you can, and, but days on the market take you into, you know, mid-December, then it's then it's too close. If you're that kind of seller considering yeah. selling, then you're too close to December. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah. That, that's why, you know, weather and what month we're in, it's both a pro and a con. Yeah, it really kind of depends on what you have, which is sort of the case for everything here, I guess. But, mm-hmm. uh, but I yeah. do find, too, that, um, at least in my experience, that condos, sell longer into the holiday season than home. Yeah, they don't seem to be as effective. And the same thing with the summer, because yeah. in the summer months, people in homes, a lot of people have cottages, they leave for the summer, they're not really around, but condo people, not so much. Usually no. they're, mm-hmm. they're more city people and not taking off to the cottage necessarily. Yeah, and you know, getting too much closer to Christmas, I don't know when you put out any decorations, but there's something about looking at photos and videos on MLS with Christmas decorations up? Disturbing. It's a, it's yeah. a no-no. Yeah. It, <laughs> Don't do it. It really is a yeah, no-no. It's so. be- oh, the best is, though, when people have relisted months later, and yeah. now it's June, yeah. and they've still got the Christmas tree and the yeah. pictures and the snow on the front lawn. Yeah. Yeah, That actually, that's a really good tip for anybody. If you're trying to sell a house in December anytime, but particularly in, not December, in the wintertime, your front photo has to match what's going on outside yes so even if we get a if even if you've put up the market on in february and there's tons of snow and there's one week it hasn't sold by march and there's one week in march where everything melts before it snows again you better retake a front yard photo right because otherwise everybody knows it's an old photo yeah. from when you didn't sell yeah and so um that should be a revolving rotating yeah. thing is that front photo of the property yeah, and it, it's uh, probably a pet peeve unique to me, but I also don't like the opposite of that, where if it's winter and you see online some summer pictures, I don't know. I, I think clearly Agreed. you're trying to show the house in the best light and how beautiful it can be uh-huh. when it's in full bloom, but there's something so artificial and... Um, pushy, something about it. Now, I don't mind having some nice um summer photos maybe if you're doing a brochure or having them in the kitchen kind of thing right but marketing a house in uh, february with pictures from 
July rubs me the wrong way. It looks weird. Yeah. It looks weird. And I think it's not fraudulent because it's the actual property, but it just seems right. Uh, insincere or something. Yeah, I totally agree. And I'm, I'm amazed when I have sellers that are trying sending me photos saying, use um, these, use or, these. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, well, no, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> I don't think that's a good idea. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think, uh, that is a really, that's a really big deal. Yeah. Actually, I kind of forgot how much yeah. that bothers me because it, it really because we're entering me. into the winter yeah. season. It's like you, yeah. you're always yeah. these pictures. I have a client who's uh, thinking of selling in the winter, and um, she, you know, really um, pushed to me the idea of taking some pictures, you know, within the last six weeks or something when the property looks so pretty. And you know, we had the conversation. I said that's not going to. That is, in my opinion, not going to sell your house. Exactly. Um, you know, I will do it. You know, um, I would do it as because this is a great client and she'd like to have some memories of the house in that stage. But if you're doing it with the goal of contributing to a quick and really profitable sale, it's just it. I think it puts more people off than turns them on. Yeah, I totally agree. Mm-hmm. Um it just see it just seems so such an easy fix too, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, also, it screams um, cheap agent mm-hmm. or f- for sale by owner. Yes, you know. Yeah, and uh, any bad photos at all, actually, like people who who have done the iPhone shot and not take not hired a professional. Uh, I think there's a lot of reasons to stay away from those yeah. properties. And th- those those listings are very obvious. Oh my god! And it always makes me go, hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Like, do I really want to go show that? Because what is happening that yeah, you haven't going even on? Yeah, right. spent the time? First of all, maybe you're a seller and you're and you don't want to spend. I was just going to insult somebody, but you don't want to spend the money. You don't yeah. want to spend the money on hiring an well, agent. Well, that's who's clearly all take. that it means. Yeah, it, it, it means is. you've the only or reason. you don't know, or you don't know any better, and your agent is I just terrible. You. Yeah, yeah. But if you're if you're not paying an agent. Enough what? to get great photos. Then they're, then this is, you're getting the iPhone shot and you're getting people like us who are like, ah, no. Right. Yeah. Because what does that mean in terms yeah. of your negotiating and, and how you're going to treat exactly. you know, interested buyers? Right. Yeah, and how you've taken care of your home. Right. 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 Because if, if you're, if you, yeah. <laughs> if you're too money conscious to, to sell your best investment, your, your most important investment properly, how yeah. have you been maintaining your it's like, you know, I mean, uh, you know, seeing when someone dressed to the nines, I always look to the shoes. Oh, yeah. Or look to the nails yeah. or look to the teeth. Exactly. <laughs> and that <laughs> beautiful, teeth. that beautiful, like, outfit. Yeah. Like, the year, you know, it's, yeah. I don't know, there's something about lipstick and a pig that I don't, I can't remember the phase. Yeah. Phase, but, um, yeah, no. Yeah. If you're looking at a listing that has clearly got um, phone pictures it tells you a lot more yeah. than the status of those rooms. It absolutely does, doesn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah. But and only, I feel the only same. Us would. I feel the same about showing, you know, tulips in February. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Here you it says something. It does. Mm-hmm. You're right. You're absolutely right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay, good. So hopefully uh, that's been helpful. I don't know if we have anything else. To, I think that's it. No, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Eight, four pros, four cons. <laughs> selling all today. mixed up because every pro can be seen as a con almost and vice I know, versa yeah. yeah i think you know the bottom line is it all depends talk to your realtor mm-hmm. talk to us mm-hmm. talk to somebody yeah. knows what they're talking about and these are like market pros and cons to selling everybody has a life and has yeah. a life story and is yeah. going through life events if you know 
aside from all of these, you know, business or um, industries, market reasons, whether to sell or not, you got sh- stuff happening. Yeah. And if it's the right time to sell, you know, we can make it work. Like, yeah. Everything I, can always work. Exactly. And I think, you know, there are a lot of people out there who don't really care about market conditions or weather or anything else. They just, and, and this is just the time they want to do it. Yeah. There are it. a lot of life situations where, uh, that make now the time, regardless of everything we've talked about. Yeah. But if you have the luxury of weighing the pros and cons, this was a good conversation. For sure. Awesome. Okay, guys. Great. So hopefully, um, as I mentioned, you know what you're doing. And if you don't reach out and let us know and we can help you at least give you some advice. Um, we also hope that you are following this podcast, make sure you're subscribed so that you get our new episodes, which download every week. And also please follow us on all of our social channels, which is at the Janelle Cameron team. And, uh, in the meantime, we wish you a happy real estate, happy real estate, everyone. We hope you've enjoyed the Toronto real estate show with the Janelle Cameron team. But more importantly, we hope you feel better informed and enthusiastic about your real estate future. We know buying and selling can be stressful, so let us help. If you're looking for hands-on support in the greater Toronto area, the Janelle Cameron team from Remax Hallmark Realty is ready to assist. Visit JanelleCameron.com. That's J-E-N-E-L-L-E Cameron.com. Or dial 416-486-5588. Join us again next week as we deliver more content to help you reach your real estate dreams.